This is the Be Led Family Podcast. And with his tongue sticking out, his face full of unbelief, my dad shook his head in amazement. We found it. The holy grail of basketball cards. My dad was a middle school math and science teacher. He faithfully taught his 7th and 8th grade students every year until he retired, and he sought to build a relationship with them by investing in them. Now, this was evident to me in the way that students responded to him. He brought me along to the high school football game on Friday nights, and students would work their way over to my dad and made sure to say hello. Hi, Mr. K, is what I would hear all the time. I was known as Mr. K's son. My dad was a lot of things, and I've learned a lot from him. Sadly, brain cancer took his life a few years ago, but he's home with the Lord now and rejoicing with him. And as we go on with this podcast, I'll be sure to tell you more of who he was. There was a season when we both got into baseball cards. Now, I was into sports, and any time we were at Pomida or White's Drug, I had to buy a 50-cent pack of Topps baseball cards. The first set I really got into was the 1988 Topps baseball set. I can still feel the wax paper that encased the cards and the stale piece of pink gum. Sure, many of you can also imagine that pink gum. Did anyone ever chew that gum? I don't know that I did, maybe one time. And I remember the one card that spoke out to me the most was a Tommy Lasorda Dodgers manager card. It was him sitting on a golf cart. For some reason, I thought that was the greatest card And when the Dodgers won the World Series, I remember bringing it to Sunday school and I said, this card is worth $200 because the Dodgers had just won the 1988 World Series. That was obviously not true. The baseball card collection started to grow and my dad started to become involved with me as well. I remember that my first big purchase was a 1989 Upper Deck Ken Griffey Jr. baseball card. We went to Collector's Connection in downtown Duluth, and I paid my $12 for the card. Upper Deck was a new set to the scene, and this was Ken Griffey Jr.'s rookie card. And it was card number one in that inaugural set. Unfortunately, I sold that card along the way, and I I wish I hadn't. Because every day, every month, I would check the Beckett baseball guide to see what its value or its worth was. And I would see it climb every month. My dad and I would stop at sports card shops in Duluth every time we would go. We got to know the workers there and we developed relationships with them. One day, a guy told us about a new shop in West Duluth that had opened up. And of course, well, we got to check it out, right? The owner there showed us the most valuable card he had at the time. It was a 1986-1987 Fleer Michael Jordan rookie card. Yeah, That one, that's the one I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Now, only a piece of display glass separated me from the card. I could see it on the shelf. I'm sure my hands and my face smudged the glass as I was admiring this card. Now, it's important to note that I was a Chicago Bulls fan. I watched them all the time on WGN. And along with many of you who are older, remember on cable, that was the one team we could watch because they were on all the time. So a Michael Jordan rookie card, wow, that would be something to own. Of course, my dad's love of collecting cards became known at the school he taught. As he sought to build relationships, he would talk shop. 
with his students, baseball cards, basketball cards, hockey cards, whatever it might be. So some of the students told him about this woman in the area who was looking to sell her cards. My dad called her up and we made an appointment to go take a look. Now she had a fair amount of cards. She had everything, baseball, football, basketball, and a few hockey cards, but not many. And there were a number of shoe boxes full of basketball cards. So I started going through these shoe boxes. And eventually, I saw some players I knew, some teams I knew. And then there it was the 1986 1987 Fleer basketball card set. And I'd recognize its design because we had just seen that design in the Michael Jordan one just a little while ago. I was starting to get nervous. What are the chances there would be a Michael Jordan rookie card in this? No, it wouldn't be there. She would have pulled that out because she knew what it was worth. So I kept going one by one, slowly, hoping, but not getting overly excited. About halfway through the pile, there it was, the Michael Jordan rookie card. I thought, oh boy. I have to keep the excitement contained, though I couldn't blurt it out with the fear the woman may not sell it. And I looked through the other piles, and I saw a card I wanted here and a card I wanted there. Another card I remember was a Jerry Rice rookie card. There's probably 15 cards together. My dad maybe had another 10. So she started looking through the pile. I'd never been more nervous. I can still imagine her there. She had dark hair, these glasses, and this blue coat. And she's going through the cards, and she went through them twice, and I just thought, I'm toast. This is it. We're going to pay millions of dollars for these cards. It's not going to happen. And after a few moments, she said, how about $4? Of course, my dad, being who he was, kind of contemplated that for a second. And he said, that sounds good. So he paid her the $4, and we headed home sat quietly in our 1987 white Chevrolet Cavalier station wagon. It took about 20 minutes to get home. Once we got home, I pulled out the Beckett basketball guide that we had. I knew what I had, though, but I wanted to have the proof. I wanted my dad to see it. So I found the listing, and I said, $275! And with his tongue sticking out, his face full of unbelief, my dad shook his head in amazement. We found it. The holy grail of basketball cards. He couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. We hit and we hit big. Now you have to understand that $275 back then was a lot for any piece of cardboard. Unless you had a Honus Wagner card or a Mickey Mantle card, this was one of the top cards to have. We started looking at the value of the other cards in that 1986-87 Fleer set, and we started seeing amounts like $50 and $75 and $25 and $15 and $5 and $3. And those amounts came up often. Now, guess what? My dad called the woman back, and we, within a few minutes, we were on our way back to her house. We bought a lot more that second trip. He almost bought everything she had. He left some because that's who my dad was. He had to leave some for others if they were to come by because what if his students who told them, who told him about this woman, wanted to buy cards as well? 
he always thought of others. While that second trip, he paid a lot more than $4. I can't remember. I think it was something like 30 or 40 I'm not completely sure. Eventually, later on, he did go back a third time, maybe a few months later, and he bought everything that she had. He then determined to complete that 1986-87 Fleer basketball set. Now, I do not remember the specifics, but we probably had about 85% of the set by that afternoon. Now, it took a couple of years or a number of years to complete. It involved a lot of card shows, card shops, people, friends, dealers, all this he had to seek out to complete the set. Eventually, because I was becoming a teenager, I needed money. So he bought the MJ card from me. He took that card, that original card, and he sold it to a family friend. And eventually, he'd found another Michael Jordan rookie card in better condition that he bought. And I remember sitting in that gentleman's kitchen in Duluth at their dark wooden table. The walls were kind of a blue. It was an older house. I can hear the floor creaking. And he brought the gentleman brought that Michael Jordan card out, and he sold it to my dad. I believe at that time, he didn't pay $4 for it. I think at the time, he paid 600 for the Michael Jordan rookie card. He was wheeling and he was dealing. The last card that he needed to complete the set was an Akeem Olajuwon card, and it took a long while to find it. Sometime during my high school years, he decided to sell the whole set. We were moving across town, and the house we were selling needed a new water heater. So in 1994, he sold the set for $1,800 and got the water heater that the house needed. He sold the set at a time when he needed the money most. Today, that set sells for as much as $6,000. The Michael Jordan rookie card is going for around $1,500 alone, raw or ungraded. Now, at its peak, a Michael Jordan rookie PSA 10 sold for $700,000. My dad passed away in 2020 to brain cancer. Before he went home to beat the Lord, we talked about this story. We had a good laugh. I told him how much the PSA 10 sold for, and he could not believe it. I don't know that his tongue stuck out, but he was at that same amazed look. But he didn't regret selling it in exchange for a new water heater. So why be led? Now, there are many things that we can learn from this story, and we're not going to cover them all. Be Led Family has a desire to come alongside parents, churches, leaders, people, and coach and assist them to help them become who Jesus says they are. This story is relevant to why. Who we are is dependent on what God says. And what he says is that I am loved, that I am cherished, that I am betrothed. He says that I am forgiven, holy, and sanctified. He says that he has plans for my life and that his ways and his thoughts are higher than mine. He gave me his word that is alive and active and does not return void. He says that he wants me to follow him, be his disciple, live and make disciples of others. He told me that he will empower me to do all this work, that none of it will be my flesh, but only through the power of the cross. He said that in him, I am made complete and that I will bear fruit as I walk by the Spirit. God says I am his, and that is all that matters. My value is set by him. God is 
Liebeckett Guide. My worth does not come from what I do or what I don't do. It is not based on what others think or what others say. I am not anything on my own. In fact, Jesus said that apart from him, we are nothing, incapable of doing anything good. We bring only filthy rags to the table. There is no value in this world, for earthly value is temporary and does not advance us to be with God. Value is found in Jesus and has an eternal currency that only He provides. When we allow the world to determine our value, it will never be good enough. We need others to help us hear what God says about us. It's too easy to fix our eyes on the world, not the author and perfecter of our faith, Jesus Christ. Because of Jesus, every person on this earth has value. That Michael Jordan rookie card had value, but it just sat in a shoebox in some woman's closet. The world went on without any knowledge of the card sitting there. Then some card-collecting father and son came by, recognized its worth, and extracted it from the darkness of that shoebox. BLED, Light and Trusted Disciples, BLED family, exists to glorify God. We all need someone to come alongside us and help us see our value is given by Jesus Christ. It's about extracting something in you that you didn't know existed. Something that God put in you when he fearfully and wonderfully made you while you were in your mother's womb. It's about helping you see what's next. Asking questions along the way that will help you receive God's plan for your life. We will walk by your side, coaching and encouraging you. We want to help you see Jesus so that he can extract you from the darkness of living a life without the light of Christ. Maybe you're that person, sitting in the darkness, some shoebox, unaware of your value, your worth. No one has ever come alongside you and shown you who you are in Jesus, according to the promises as found in God's word. That is what Be Led Family is about. This is my why. Apart from Jesus, I'm not anything special. In Jesus, I know who God has made me to be. I want to come alongside you and help you find value in Jesus and become an entrusted disciple of Jesus Christ. I want you to be led to live your life as Jesus pours through you into the lives of others. Whether you are a parent who's raising your children, a youth leader, or a pastor leading a congregation, or a church member who seeks to serve the body of Christ well. Whoever you are and wherever you are, Be Led Family is here to help and assist you. Listen, we don't have all the answers, but we have questions that will help you seek after the one who does have all the answers and extract you from living a life in a dark, cold shoebox. We'll offer these podcasts with other entrusted disciples who will share about fantastic topics that cover many areas of life. We'll have an online place where you can contribute to others and be contributed to as a disciple of Jesus. We want to see you seek to glorify God and we can help you in that journey. This is who we are. Subscribe to the Be Led Family Podcast. Visit our website. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. All those links are in the show description. I'm excited to watch God do great things to this community. And until next time, we are Be Led Family. We are here to glorify the Lord.